Welcome to Improvement, the podcast show. My name is Sichiro Takahashi, and each week we bring you the person or the message that will help you improve your life. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's begin your journey. This week, Amber Faruqi joins me to talk about social media, influencer marketing, fitness coaching, self-development, and networking. Amber is a successful 20-year-old fitness coach, business coach, content creator, and marketing student from Chicago. She felt in love with fitness when she was 15 as a way to deal with anxiety. Her story is just amazing. So, without further to say, please enjoy. Welcome to the Improvement Show, Amber. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Thank you. So, I have a couple of questions to start with, but I thought it would be convenient if you could present yourself first for the people who don't know who you are. Yeah, sure. My name's Amber Faruqi. Um, I am 20 years old. I do online fitness coaching. I do personal training as well as a little bit of business coaching too. Awesome. I love that. Let's talk about marketing because I know you're just studying marketing. Right. Specifically about influencer marketing because in the last episode of Improvement, I talked with the CEO of Sydney Negativity Clothing. Shout out <laughs> to my friend Dan, by the way. And we were talking about influencers and how the amount of followers was almost not irrelevant, but secondary. And that the most important factor when working with an influencer was an engaged audience. Right. And although I don't know if you agree, I see yourself as an, as an influencer and you're also a marketing student. So I would look, like to know what do you think about influencer marketing? And I'm not sure how to lead with this question, but could you elaborate on this idea of, of engagement? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that influencer marketing is really relevant right now because social media is super big. And I wouldn't necessarily call myself like an influencer, but I definitely do um, influence on social media. Um, just because I know that word influencer can be used a little, like, you know, negatively sometimes, but okay. yeah. Um, and then also being a marketing major right now, because I'm a sophomore in university, I think that, yeah, social media is the way to go with marketing as far as starting your own business, building a brand, gaining engagement, an audience, and all of that. I think that marketing plays a huge role and like all of that so yeah got me got my attention that you 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 found the, the word influencer like kind of kind of negative i i, I <laughs> personally I never felt that but why really you, yeah yeah why i'm really interested in no more i think that i mean it depends but i feel like the people use the word influencer like, I don't know how to explain it, but they think that, oh, she just posts pictures on Instagram and makes money. That's oh. what they think an influencer is, okay. you know? But then yeah. when you really look into it, like an influencer doesn't just post pictures and make money. Like they have a brand, they built an engaging audience. There's a lot of work that comes into being like, quote unquote, an influencer, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I, 
I, I see your, your audience, so to say, um, as a pretty engaged one, by the way. Like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of comments and, and, and love. It's like a mini community, so to say. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to talk about this sort of constant attention. And I don't want to say validation, but it could also be that you, as well as who knows how many others, might experience inside this social media world. So let me deliver this question with the right words. Okay. Have you ever found yourself waiting for the comments, waiting for the DMs in an unhealthy way? Um, I don't think in an unhealthy way, but I think that when you are, when you do utilize social media mm -hmm. um, as your business, you can take it to an unhealthy way. Um, just like the perspective you have on it, you try to, I think that we put so much of our lives on social media that we think that that's reality when it's really not, it can mm -hmm. confuse your mind a little bit and being so young and being in this generation, it's hard to know, like, I don't know. It's a little, yeah, I think so. It can be unhealthy if you let it be, but I try to have like a balanced lifestyle with social media. Mm, do you think you could advise somebody that right now is like created this sort of dependence of this constant, I don't know, attention again, like mm -hmm. this disengagement? Right. Um, what What are you asking? What do you mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. Let me let me reframe the question. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but yeah, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think I I could leave to you that you can come up with an answer. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. a good it's a good way. To, so, how someone who who is I'm gonna use this word even though I hate this word like addicted to the constant validation that's receiving from, from social media, right. what will be your advice to the, for that person, right? Mm -hmm. I think that, um, okay, so I have a few things I could say for this because I think I was also at a point where I got addicted to that type of lifestyle, like putting everything out there and waiting for those comments and those just getting engagement and all of that, you know, <laughs> like you think that that's your whole life, but it's really not. Um, just limiting your social media, maybe even taking like a social media detox. I just did one. I just got back on yesterday, actually. Um, so just having like a balanced, healthy lifestyle with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Let's talk about, well, this is not that related to marketing, but about networking because I see assist to speeches events you're constantly collaborating with other people you're everywhere and, and i love that by the way <laughs> thank you so, i would love to know if you have one obviously your maybe this isn't the right word but a strategy or action plan where you assist to this business and entrepreneurial events and also could you give me any tips on how you make the most out of your interactions and, and connections yeah so through social media do you mean um real life on social media okay well through social media I think that um throughout the years I've been on I've been utilizing social media for quite a while now but I've been really into it for probably like two years two maybe three years 
Um, but I built like a personal brand. I built an audience that actually connects with me and I connect with them. So it's like, like you were saying, like a community, it's not just followers. I don't see them as followers. I see them as like a community, you know? Mm. So they actually see me as a real person and not just like a person on social media. They can come to me for things. They can, you know, relate with me. I try to like be their friend and mentor in a way, not just, um, someone that they follow on social media. So that's kind of how I built my social media presence in a way. And even though I might not have like thousands and millions of followers, I do, like you were saying, I do have a good decent amount and they are all very engaging and involved in my, um, social media, you know? Yeah. Um, so that is what I would say for that. And then, um, what was the other question you were asking? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, there were like two questions, three questions. Yeah. Um, so when you assist a networking event or a business speech uh, presentation, whatever, do you, do you have any strategy or action plan to connect with the right people? I think that just putting yourself out there, being open to meeting new people, you know, like there's not like a specific strategy of knowing like who's, who's going to be valuable to you and who's not. I think just going out there, getting your name out there meeting a bunch of people, connecting, networking will really help you in a lot of ways because you never know who you'll meet where, you know, and someone yeah. you thought you might not even relate with or something, they might end up being someone who you like need in the future. Mm. So just making connections with everyone, making sure you do say hi to everyone and leaving. I like to like leave the room as being remembered like I like to talk to everyone so they do remember talking to me I don't like to just come in the room talk to like a few people and leave I like to actually engage with everyone just like I do on social media I comment back to everyone I I try to reply to all my dms and all of that so same thing in person you know talk to everyone communicate with everyone actually be interested in having conversations don't just say hi I'm Amber blah 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 that's it bye you should actually have an engaging conversation be involved and think about like them before yourself you know yeah yeah i agree how and here is a this is more like a personal question i would love to know this how do you do you create that value in the conversation because i mean you can be engaged in a conversation and, and listen a lot right and and mm -hmm. just answer with some i don't know common answers like right. yes or, mm -hmm, or whatever and how you you find the moment to provide your value how what's i wonder i wouldn't say like your pitch but i, mm -hmm. I mean again like <clears throat> how do you make sure that you're being remembered when you leave the the room right exactly like you were saying showing value in some way um i guess just talking to them seeing like what they're struggling with trying to see what you can relate your life and their life with how your expertise can help them in a way if you can you know or if you know someone else who can help them you know it doesn't have to be you benefiting them like by helping mm. them personally it can yeah. be someone else that you know or someone else you met at that event you can be like oh I just met this person let me introduce you to you know Bob or whatever mm. <laughs> yeah I like that yeah I like it so so you try to connect people sometimes right Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I love that, actually. I'm, 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 I'm really interested on, on all the interpersonal side of 
life and, and entrepreneurship. So I think that mm-hmm. for me, it's fascinating. Yeah. Is there any difference, in your opinion, between real-life networking and social media networking? <clears throat> um, I think a little bit, yes. I mean, right now, we do have, like, video chats and stuff. So I guess, like, networking has become very virtual, and it's really easy to network virtually. But I think having, like, that in-person interaction, you just get a different feeling, and it's a little more personal. Yeah. It's just personal, and I like that better. But social media is a great way to do it as well. Like right now, we don't, with this whole lockdown and stuff, I'm glad that we still do have social media to utilize to network, you know? Mm. But I would prefer in person, for sure. Definitely. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let, let's talk about, about your life, Amber. I know mm-hmm. you took a 21-day break from social media. Yeah. Yeah, could you tell me more about that? Yeah, so I was off of social media, um, everything, like TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, even LinkedIn. Um, I just was at a point where I wanted to focus a little bit more on my mental health and everything. Um, So, yeah, I think that it went really well. It was actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. I deleted the apps off of my phone so that I wouldn't, like, be tempted to click on them one day or one night you know so I think that social media detoxes is like a way to disconnect with something that's not really important because social media yeah is important to me and I do care about it but it's not like what's truly important to me so I think that sometimes you need to disconnect with what doesn't matter to reconnect with like things that do matter in your life like your mental health your well-being um just like actual reality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. What was the? If you can ob- obviously uh, tell me about your, I don't know, struggle or issue you were facing with mental health that you know, like, pushes you to to take a break from social media. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I wasn't struggling that. Like, I didn't have like an issue and I didn't need to go off of social media I just think that I was like in a season I feel like a lot of people right now are in a season in a difficult season with this whole like coronavirus situation being locked at home and all that it can like affect your mental health in ways that you don't even know it's like in the back of your head but you don't know it's affecting you but it really is in a way you know our lives are being changed in a way that we didn't expect so it can play a toll on us and I just think that I needed to like get off of social media a little bit step away from like that virtual life and all the like social media does have a lot of good sides to it but it does also have a lot of bad sides so I feel like knowing that is really important and disconnecting will help you like you know come back a little stronger come back a little more clear-minded so yeah 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 I agree what do you what do you think is the bad side from of social media i think that there can be a lot of false information on there um there can also be a lot of yeah like a lot of false information there can be people comparing one another there can be a lot of negativity and like yeah so like just bad energy you know (laughs) Mm. yeah yeah i agree with you amber yeah i'm wondering 
what does an average day of a fitness coach, marketing student, content creator, and forgive me if I forgot to mention something, <laughs> looks like? I mean, both pre-COVID-19 mm -hmm. and, and nowadays. Okay, well, right now with quarantine and everything, it's very different. Um, let's see. My days are always different. I try to stick to a routine just to, like, be in the flow, but it's always changing nowadays. Um, I wake up. I do, obviously, my schoolwork. I try to split my schoolwork into, like, two days in the week. Um, I have specific days where I create content to put out. I try to post, like, almost daily if I'm not making actual posts I'll be posting stories so people can still like know I'm there and a little bit like communication communicating with me and all of that and then I also right now I'm not really taking on too many clients for online coaching just because I am focusing more on school but I do still have um, some clients that I'm helping out and coaching right now and mentoring mm -hmm. But yeah. once I'm done with school, I'm going to try to, like, get back into that and then also get into the business coaching side of things. Um, so that's a little bit what my days lo look like. It's different all the time. I do a lot of, like, personal development throughout the day. So I do, like, I read every day. I pray a lot all the time. I meditate. I started journaling. So I do, like, a lot of things that I usually didn't have the time to do. Like, I never used to journal or meditate before this quarantine so it's very different but I've been doing it and I like it a lot you know more time for myself awesome awesome I, I love that you found journaling during yeah. the <laughs> how is your because actually I, I like to journalize I, I see journaling as a mindfulness mm -hmm. way to express yourself you know and, right. and it works for me for example I love to to write down Um, the reasons that I'm grateful for that for the day, uh, yeah, affirmations, right? Powerful and po positive affirmations. How do you? How is your journal? I don't know how how much time do you spend on it and when you do it and mm -hmm. what do you write down? I write down anything that's on my mind. Actually, I write down. I also do have like a grat. My planner has like a gratitude section in it, so I write down like three things I'm grateful for every day as well. Um, but that's not in my journal. My journal, um, at the back of my journal is actually my goals for like the next five years. So I try to read those every day and every morning. Awesome. And then after that, I have a few other things I read, like affirmations and all of that. And then I start journaling. I write down literally anything that's on my mind. Um, sometimes I do it in the morning if I'm feeling like anxious. Sometimes I like to do it at night before I go to bed. Just depends mm -hmm. on the day, but I just write out my feelings, my thoughts. I think it's good to get things out on paper, yep. especially when right now we don't really have a lot of people to communicate with in person. You know, we do have like FaceTime and all that, but it's not the same. Not the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really useful to detach from the, from anything that's inside of your mind, like turn, turn the, turn, turn the thoughts into words is a mm -hmm. really good way to. To see that it's not the big deal. Sometimes we get trapped into simple thoughts, right? Like yeah, it comes from ideas that maybe are not even gonna happen. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how do you cope with those days where you feel overwhelmed or maybe unfocused and your head is racing with so many thoughts? Besides journaling, of course. Mm -hmm. Um. So I do. Yeah, 
I do a lot of things for that. I tried it like the social media detox. I feel like social media is overwhelming. So I got mm-hmm. off of social media for a while. Also, I try to like have a really good and positive perspective on a lot of things. I feel like what like if I was to look back two years ago, I was always in a or not even two years ago, maybe like a year or a few months ago. I used to always think that everything was a race and that I needed to be first and everything, but this is not a race. There's like no one you have to be sprinting next to, to get there first. You're in your own lane and you're writing your own story. And not only that, but like all your goals will always be there for you forever. Like I always wanted to hit my goals all the time. That was the problem with me. I wasn't like enjoying the process. I was just like Mm -hmm. hitting all my goals. And it's like, you should enjoy hitting like those smaller goals to get to your bigger goals and then taking it one step at a time. I try to really like not be a perfectionist, take things one step at a time and just like making sure that you are proud of yourself right now, because I think that it's important not to just only wait until you reach your goal to be proud of yourself, but you should be proud of every step that you're taking that was really hard for me to do, but I think that that has really, really helped me get rid of like a lot of anxiety and like my mind being all over the place. I'm like, I'm where I need to be right now. Like I'll get where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to get there, you know? Hey guys, before we keep going, big thank you to our sponsor today, Play. Creating a successful marketing campaign or even a social media post can require a long time spent on research. And saving time in a world that goes so fast was never more important. That's why I want to talk to you about Play. Play makes it easy for you to access the trending content in your niche, discover relevant keywords under a search volume, and learn the latest marketing strategies. No marketing experience required. It's easy to set up with a few tabs and available on the go. It's like having a marketing team in your pocket and all that for the price of a coffee. All you have to do is go to the App Store on iOS or to Google Play on Android and download it. Now, let's get back with the episode. Yeah, yeah. This actually, I can relate so much with this, this idea. So. I'm going to ask you for advice, but this time it's going to be really personal. Like, okay. <laughs> how do you, I don't want to put pressure on you, by the way. No, you're good. You're fine. <laughs> um, because here's, here's, here's my thing. I believe as well as you do that I'm going to be where I'm going to be. I'm going to reach my goal when I have to reach my goal. Right. And I am where I have to be right now. Like, mm-hmm. but here's my, my, my question is, how do you know when you're being like conformist and how do you know when you're being like as productive as you can? Because I mean, being productive is like, there's a really thin edge between being productive and burning out. Right. Like right. I, I try my day to be as productive. I, I put like 10 to 11 hours working on, on, on my Instagram page on the podcast on improving my, my, and studying, right. And getting better mm-hmm. guests for the, and all that, you know? Right. But there are days that I feel really like tired. So I'm like, okay, how I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna be as productive as I can without burning out? And what if all these, I don't know, quote unquote, burnouts that I experience, you know, mm-hmm. are gonna, I don't know, like stop me from 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 or are going to make me slower on my on my right 
on my path to, to mm-hmm. reach my goal. And here's another thing that I want to connect. I'm sorry, maybe I'm ranting right now, but- No, you're you good. <laughs> something that is the competition, like you only get to focus on you. There's no competition. There's nobody else, right? That doesn't matter. But sometimes it's like, I feel that if I take time to rest, so to say, and not, now that I'm saying that out loud, it sounds so dumb, but <laughs> if I take time to rest, so to say, um, people is getting like, what I want right now, right? They're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me. So I would love to know how do you, if you feel the same and how do you deal with these sort of thoughts? Right. I also can relate to that a lot because I feel like when I was off of social media and stuff and all of that, I was like, ah, there's so much opportunity right now and I'm kind of just like not doing anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think that it's essential to, just because like, people like us kind of who are really like hard workers and like we just want everything and like want the best and we have a lot of goals and are very goal driven I think that it's really easy for us to burn out faster than those who are like slower paced a little bit you know still have goals but just aren't as driven as we can be yeah um I think that we burn out a little faster so I think that we do need to allow ourselves to step back unplug and release our stress like we get so caught up in the waves of life that we forget that we don't need to like hop on every single boat you know that passes by we just have to like take a step back and I think that taking a step back helps us like go farther take like a jump farther you know yeah yeah I don't think it's a setback I think it's like recharging yourself to do even better because if you just keep work if you just keep working and you don't stop and take that time to like relax and unplug then I think that you're just doing yourself and others a disservice because you're not going to be a hundred percent your best you know yeah yeah so I think that I try to look at it that way I'm like okay like I can either keep working right now and doing everything that I want to do but I'm just not going to be able to do everything the best anyways so I might as well unplug and do the things that I need to do like mentally internally whatever ways and then I can get back into this and be stronger than I was before Mm. does that make sense (laughs) I agree it makes sense like on an intellectual level so to say but yeah on on your gut so to say it's like way different because here's another question that I just came out with um i'm asking this to you i've i experienced this sensation but i'm asking this to you especially that you are into this fitness community so mm-hmm. how do you stop yourself from this is i don't know from working hard just because you want to beat someone like to win over someone because it's super easy when you are like posting your content like daily constantly you're studying you're growing you're improving right yeah and- media is super easy when you just just need to you know like check someone else page and he or she is growing way faster than you and maybe is posting less than you right mm-hmm. or maybe his or her content is not as i don't know like valuable as yours so how do you i don't know put aside that competition and keep on your lane yeah um i think that okay i used to compare my pe- myself to other people on social media all the time when I was younger but I think that 
after some time, I realized that my competition is not other people. My competition is myself. Um, It's my procrastination, my ego, my negative mindset, my lack of creativity. Mm -hmm. That's my competition. I think that people need to stop competing with other people and start competing with them, like comparing themselves to themselves, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of tried to do that. Um, I don't, I feel like on Instagram and like social media, there is a little bit of a mindset that everyone is so perfect because we post, but people are only posting things that they want to post, you know? Definitely. Yeah. So I think you need to keep that in mind um, and just stay in your lane. You know, like I feel like I have a lot of discipline and it's taken me a while to get this discipline that I have right now. Um, But I think that I have a lot of discipline and a positive mindset and perspective on a lot of things that I just stay in my own lane. You know, everyone has their own lane. You just have to pave your own path. So I'm just paving my own path. I don't let any other people get into my lane distract me I don't try to get into other people's lanes you know stick to your own that's kind of what I do yeah yeah let me go deeper even more mm-hmm. deeper like how do you stay on your lane how you 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 become so disciplined that the competition or the competition or the other people around and all the noise around doesn't affect you yeah um I think that discipline okay well discipline is what gets you up to do the things that we don't want to do you know So you can't be a person who wants a convenient transformation without the inconvenience of all of the work. It just doesn't work that way. Um, There's going to be a road. There's going to be like a hard road for everyone. There's no easy route to anything. It just doesn't exist. You just have to start paving your own road, I think. And yeah, so I just like, that's kind of how I do it. I just keep that discipline in mind. That's just the simple truth because your reason and your hard work will bring the results. So, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about coaching. How do, you, how do you decide, okay, I'm going to become a fitness instructor, a coach, or a business mm-hmm. coach? I mean, I know you like fitness, for example, but from there to start coaching, could you walk me, walk me through the process? Yeah. So, actually, it's a pretty long story, but I'll condense it. Um, okay. I never... I never really woke up one day and decided like, oh, I'm going to be a fitness coach. That was never something I wanted to do. Yeah, um, but going back to like when I was 15 years old, I was going through a lot. I had a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of family problems. And I was a freshman in high school and I was feeling really, really bad and I wanted to be homeschooled. So I put together this presentation and I presented it to my dad. And I convinced him to let me be homeschooled. But he said that the only way that I could be homeschooled was if if I moved to Mexico. Because he had a business down there and he had like a vacation home down there. So he's like, if you want to be homeschooled, you have to move here and do it this way. So I'm like, okay, why not? So I've moved to Mexico, which was a whole different lifestyle. It was very foreign because I'm not like... Spanish in any way so it was a foreign lifestyle I didn't know anyone there I had none of my family or friends and my dad owned a business over there at that time Um, so he was always busy with traveling and work and so I had to find something to help keep myself busy and my dad had a gym in his house so I always grew up a really skinny girl and I wasn't confident with my body 
Um, so when I went to the gym, I just tried a bunch of things. It was a bunch of trial and error. I did a lot of research, watched a ton of YouTube videos, Instagram videos, just anything. Cause I didn't know what I was doing, you know? Yeah. And then I started seeing some physical changes. And then I also started seeing changes with like my mindset and internally. And I kind of fell in love with those changes it formed. That's when the discipline actually started forming in me so I became a better person I was more disciplined and then I ended up moving back to Chicago and I lived with my mom and when I moved back to Chicago I came back my senior year and my friends were all like wow like you look so different what happened like your body's so like I wasn't skinny anymore you know I had muscle I you know I had like a better body than I had before Awesome. Yeah. My friends were like, Oh, can you train us? So I was like, Oh, sure. Why not? So I started training them for fun. You know, there was no money involved or anything like that. Just, just for the fun of it. I didn't even know what I was teaching them to do. I just taught them what I knew, you know? Awesome. And then that's also when I kind of started taking social media and personal development more seriously and posted more. And I posted a bunch about me training my friends about my transformation a little bit, then people started reaching out to me. I never really reached out to anyone. It just ended up, it just landed to me. And then I started taking on people and I took on clients. Then I started taking on online clients since I couldn't physically train everyone just because I am in Chicago. So I can't like, I'm in school too. I can't travel to everyone to train them, you know? So I was like, what else can I do? I should do some online training. So Um, I think transitioned sorry what was that no 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 please please keep going okay so then I transitioned a little more into online and then I started doing that's kind of how I became a fitness coach and I think what made me like a great fitness coach was not just the physical transformations that I was giving people but I was tapping into their mind and changing their perspective on things showing them how to become disciplined and actually making an impact in their lives and I think that's how I differ from all the other fitness coaches in a way. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I became a fitness coach. Long story short. No, no, no. Sounds, sounds amazing. By the way, I, well, I don't know if you know who Jason Capital is. Uh, I don't think so. Sounds well, familiar, but I don't think so. Well, he become like a millionaire with only marketing and all that. Digital marketing, by the way. Mm-hmm. In like nine months, something oh, like really? that. So he was living on on her mom's basement um he's a dropout of the school but mm-hmm. here's the here's the funny thing when you mentioned that you were like your friends were like hey can you train us right mm-hmm. like you started training them well it's funny because <laughs> jason capital started um with dating advice relationship advice oh, okay yeah and his friends started to notice that he become he, he started to 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 be better with girls and they mm-hmm. were like hey can you teach us yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he was like okay you know what but yeah like city box 40 bucks i don't know um, yeah they're making money there and then he transitioned as well as you to an online experience where he started to sell courses and all that now mm-hmm. it is a question what's the main difference between online coaching and presidential coaching i mean i know that you're not training people in the in the place but how works online coaching in this in this field So online coaching, I have a couple ways that I do it. So I have like a one-on-one 
online coaching program that people can sign up with. So I take on one-on-one clients. I help them for what, however many months it is, three, four months. And I create a personalized workout plan, meal plans, all of that. And I guide them along with the, what's the word? Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word with the accountability also. So I'm there with them throughout the steps. And then also, I also have a few like online fitness programs, like coat, like what is it? Workout guides and all of that, that Mm. I have other people take on. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What what would you say was like, because of your age, I don't know, the, the hardest, I don't know, roadblock that you had to face when you started? All. Yeah, I think that, oh, there's so many. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with the, the one that is the more fresh on your mind. Okay, I think that I mean, being young, I'm only 20 years old. I started online fitness coaching when I was like 19 it was like not even a year ago pretty much so I feel like being so young can be kind of hard because people look at you as like oh you don't have enough experience you don't know what you're doing and all that but I think that was the hardest thing to overcome but then I realized that you know what like I can't let other people like stop me from what I'm doing you know like I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm okay with how I'm doing it so it's fine that's awesome That's awesome. I like that, Amber. I like mm-hmm. that. Okay, yeah. Amber. Let's get into the last section of the show. Um, quick questions, quick answers, okay? Okay. <laughs> cool. Here we go. Um, give me an unpopular opinion about fitness. A popular or unpopular? Unpopular. Unpopular. Um, let's see. An unpopular opinion? Yes. Oh, okay. These are quick questions. Oh, gosh. Um, no, it's fine. There's yeah. no time. <laughs> okay. I think that people think that fitness is just about physical transformations, but I think that it's more than just physical. It's about mental, emotional, spiritual. It relates to you in so many other ways. Fitness is just not, isn't just physically how you look. It's about how you are internally as well. Wow. That was deep, huh? Yeah. <laughs> So that's how you see fitness. Yeah, for sure. Okay, awesome. What was... No, no. What's the weirdest DM you have ever received? Oh, gosh. These are <laughs> crazy. I have so many weird ones. Um... Oh, gosh. I think... I mean, well... one that you, you feel comfortable. Yeah, telling. exactly. <laughs> I think some of them ask me, like, for feet pictures and stuff that's always the weirdest thing to me i think that's disgusting <laughs> without reason yeah oh okay, god okay pick one superpower read people's minds stop the time or become invisible at will Ooh. um no i wouldn't want to read people's minds i feel like i wouldn't want to know all that um maybe you said being invisible yeah yeah being invisible why I feel like I could, I don't know, it'd be cool. I could, like, go places without people knowing and, like, maybe, like, I could travel the world and, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Is there anything I should have asked but I didn't? Um, not that I can think of. I feel like you asked a good amount of questions and I feel like we covered a lot. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Then one last question. Okay. How can you improve yourself every day? Um, I think that there's always things that you can do to improve yourself, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, financially, any anyway, you know? There's so many things that you can do, but I think that if you take it day by day and just Oh, this one's kind of hard. I think just taking it day by day and doing the best you can every single day will lead you into becoming the best version of yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And what about you? How do you improve yourself every day? I do a lot of personal development and self-growth things like reading. I try to educate myself every day. I try to take some time to like declutter. I'm a very like hyper person I, and I get stressed very easily. So I try to like, like you were, like I told you, meditating, journaling, um, working out. I just try, I do a lot of things daily that are bettering myself, whether it's physically or mentally. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love that. Amber, mm -hmm. thank you so much for your yeah. time. Thank for being, you. <laughs> for being here. Um, until the next time, Amber. 